Cursed is the one who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. Cursed is that one, says the Lord. My sisters and brothers in Christ, I painfully acknowledge as I stand before you this morning that too often I have trusted in human beings, including trusting myself. I have sought strength in flesh, and that through my sin I have turned my heart away from the Lord. These words of confession may cause you to wonder what sort of priest Father Kyle has asked to preach the parish mission here at St. Francis Xavier Parish. I am a sinner, and so are you. One of the very important parts of the Mass that can be easily overlooked takes place right at the beginning of our celebration and sacrifice. How easy it is for us to go through the motions without being mindful of what we do and of what we say. This morning we prayed, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We enter into the very presence of our God each and every Mass by first recognizing that we are sinners. We have turned our hearts away from our God. We have sought out false gods and have given in to worship of idols. We have sought strength in flesh only to realize that in doing so, we become enslaved in the flesh. In the 20th chapter of the book of Exodus, the first commandment is given to us by God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. This chapter, this commandment, makes it so clear that we must remember at all times the God who frees us out of the bondage of sin. For sin enslaves us, and Jesus seeks to free us. That is why he died on that cross. That is why he shed his blood for the forgiveness of your sin, my sin, and the sins of the whole world. My brothers and sisters, I have been so blessed to serve as a priest of Jesus Christ for over 30 years. In that journey, I have been blessed to accompany hundreds of sisters and brothers in Christ, and they too have accompanied me. For we are on a pilgrimage, on a journey of faith, and the destination of that journey is well known, but often forgotten. The destination, as you know, is not to be found in this life, here in Junction City, Kansas. During the 30 years of priestly service, I have met so many people who are enslaved in sin who fall into two different groups. One group of people does not recognize that they are enslaved in sin. They think everything's fine. I have no need to go to confession. I'm fine. 
The other group is the one who, because they recognize that they are sinners, fall into a despair and a hopelessness and think, because of what I have done, there's no way God can forgive me. How false that is. The Lord Jesus has a life of freedom that he wants each of us to embrace. As followers of Jesus Christ, we are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And there is only one who can lead us to that kingdom. We are not to place our trust in human beings, but rather blessed are those who place their trust in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. Blessed is the one who follows Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. My sisters and brothers, healthcare professionals constantly remind us of the importance of an annual physical examination, going to the doctor. But many fail to heed this advice. Why? Perhaps it's because some mistakenly assume that they are healthy and they're fine. They don't need to go see a doctor. I'm fine. Why do I have to go? Others, however, are afraid to go to the doctor because if in fact going to the doctor and is diagnosed that they have some disease or illness, they think it's better that they not know than do know. The church teaches us of the importance of an annual spiritual checkup. We are called to make an appointment with the divine physician, the God who has created us. We call this spiritual checkup every year the season of Lent. A few months ago, Father Kyle asked me if I would come to the parish family here at St. Francis Xavier and preach a parish mission to help each of us prepare ourselves for the coming season of Lent. I am humbled and grateful and the warm welcome that I have received this morning because I too am a pilgrim with you on this journey of faith that we call life. For many of us, we know that Lent is soon approaching. In fact, Ash Wednesday is just 17 days from now. In the midst of our busyness of life, however, we will easily rationalize and say, well, I have plenty of time. I'm going to think about that later. I'll think about what I'm going to do for Lent. And then all of a sudden, boom, Ash Wednesday is here and the train is leaving the station and I realize I missed it again. Oh, well, maybe next year. No, not next year. This year. As we will hear on Ash Wednesday, St. Paul in his letter to the Corinthians writes, Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Are you willing to go to the divine physician and inquire about the state of your spiritual health? If not, why not? What are you going to do for Lent this year? My sisters and brothers, for those of us who are adults, should we not begin to live the season of Lent like an adult as opposed to a child? A family member or friend may ask, what are you going to give up for Lent this year? 
May I suggest that your answer to that question may be that more of a child than of an adult. What do I mean? Father Kyle, I shared this word as an older brother. Never tell your parishioners what you are giving up for Lent. When I was ordained in 1988, my first Lent as a priest, I was so excited as I was assigned to St. Anne Parish in South Wichita. The parish, just like St. Francis Xavier, had a grade school and there were 350 students in the school from grades kindergarten through eighth grade. It was such a joy as a newly ordained priest to go from classroom to classroom and talk to the children. They were so excited. And as Lynn approached, I would go from the classroom to the next class talking about the importance of Lent. And I would ask the children, what are you going to give up for Lent? And so they were telling me all sorts of great things. When I got to the fifth grade class, there was a certain boy who raised his hand. So I called on him and he says, Father John, what are you going to give up for Lent this year? And I made a terrible mistake. I told them. And this is what I said. I said, for Lent this year, I'm going to give up drinking Pepsi. Now, the kids knew that sadly, I drank way too much Pepsi. Two or three cans a day, and the kids would see it at lunch or at the end of the school day. And immediately... The whole children of the classroom yelled out, No way, Father, there's no way that you can give up Pepsi for 40 days. Woo, I love a challenge. But that was not the purpose of Lent. So that I can accomplish a challenge. And so during that Lent, yes, by God's grace, I gave up drinking Pepsi. And as Holy Week approached, it was getting very close to Easter, and I think, I'm doing pretty good. I'm going to make it. And on the Easter vigil, the night before Easter Sunday, I'm making last-minute preparations in the sacristy for the Easter vigil mass. And Monsignor Dennis Doherty, God rest his soul, the pastor of the parish at the time, walks into the sacristy, and he says, Father John, what are you doing with all those cans of Pepsi on the front porch next to the door of the rectory? And I said, what cans? And he said, there are at least two cases of Pepsi on the front porch of the rectory. And I thought, oh no. And the kids thought, oh yes. <laughs> that night, by the end of the Easter Vigil Mass, there were seven cases of Pepsi piled on the porch of the rectory. Great kids. But as I thought about that experience, what was I really teaching these young brothers and sisters about Lent? So what? I gave up drinking Pepsi for 40 days, and then as soon as Lent is completed, I start drinking it again? Was this the act of sacrifice that was going to help me in my spiritual life to get to heaven? I suggest, sadly, that many adults enter into the season of Lent and practice the season as if it were as a child. I confess I did the same. But thank God over 30 years, I'm learning. We're all on this journey together. And beginning tonight at this parish mission at 530, I invite you to join me as we 
begin preparing for the Lenten journey 2019. This Lenten journey is not the same old thing again. Here we go. No. The journey is different because each of us is different. You are not the same person as you were five years ago, three years ago, even last year. So how can we live this Lenten journey 2019 in a deeper, more blessed way? May I suggest that now is the time to prepare for the journey? May I invite you to come together as a family as we begin our parish mission this night at 5.30. May I encourage you to go to the Divine Physician for this spiritual annual checkup. After all, what does Jesus himself say? Healthy people do not need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come not to call the righteous, but the sinner. Are you willing to go into the doctor's office? Are you willing to encounter the Lord in this holy season of Lent so that we may be healed and freed from our infirmity? Let us pray that God will bless our parish of St. Francis Xavier and of this parish mission as we prepare to begin this journey, this walk with the Lord to the kingdom of God. Amen.